Welcome back to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We're turning dreamers into doers. If you're ready to open your heart and take inspired action on your dreams, you are in the perfect place with wonderful people. Here's your host, dreamer, educator, and adventurer, Abigail Gazda. Hello and welcome. Welcome back to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We are here together to launch season seven with episode 352, Feel It, Don't Fix It. And I'm really excited. I'm excited and calm. Uh, (laughs) It's just so good to be back in the saddle. Like, I love getting a chance to talk to y'all. So we're going to dive in. And I want to give you a quick update on the gap. On We wrapped up in November timeframe. It's my birthday today, February 28th. Super excited about that. I am now 30. I think I'm 35. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I've been 34 all year. And we're here at season seven. On the break, we reached 80,000 downloads in over 100 countries. And I just want to say, if you're listening to this, you're a part of that. And I am just so grateful. And it's always great when you share and review because I know that it is not my, like, I don't take the full credit for reaching 100 countries and 80,000 downloads. Like, that is a community achievement. And I want to deeply thank you for living your heart unleashed and for the guests that we've had. We, we've been emailing them and featuring them all year. So if you follow me on social media this year, which is 2024, every single day of the year, I am sharing uh, all of the episodes that we've ever had. And it's really, it's been nostalgic for me to get to revisit who we've had, listen to some of these old episodes. We do the Top 20 Countdown, which was really great. Uh, shout out to the reigning champ, number one episode, Gina Sachs with Kind As Fuck. <laughs> she is the creator of Kindness Cards, and I just want to give her a shout out for her constant uh, living her heart unleashed and sharing joy and sharing kindness in the world. It's really beautiful. And all of our other guests and listeners, thank you guys for being here. One thing I want to say in the beginning of the season is at any point submit, because I don't know if you guys noticed, I do an Ask Abigail Anything episode every season. Uh, it gives people a chance. Like I, I don't always storytell um, in episodes. And so I like to teach, I like to interview, and I like to share, but I don't always go into too much depth with stories. And during the Ask Abigail Anything questions, like I like asking questions that you have about me or questions that you have about emotional intelligence, subconscious reprogramming or shadow integration, any of those different things. And so I just wanted to offer that if you have an Ask Abigail Anything question for that episode, please submit that. You can send me a personal message, a DM, or you can email me abigail at heartsunleashed.com. So Thank you so much. And let's start to lean into this episode because I think that it is a great season opener. As we kick off a new season of Hearts Unleashed, I really want to talk about this because it comes up most especially when people are beginning their journey. 
that we naturally want to fix or change or improve. And it can, it's a disempowering context to want to fix and change because you're relating to yourself as broken. So we can say this on a very individual level or a very grand scale worldly level, but I'd like to keep it individualized and then you can expand that concept outward, right? So I want to teach the idea that if you want when I ask somebody what they want, they want more happiness, more money, more health, more satisfaction, more peace. And I simply ask them to take the more off. I want peace, satisfaction, money, health, wealth, fulfillment, whatever it is. And so the moreness insinuates that there's lessness and that might feel very true it's not i'm it's not the goal to invalidate that experience or a lack of however when we are more present to the lack we are more present to the lack which creates that frequency match for lack and so we're talking more about abundance and so the challenge here is to actually allow desire and I want to offer inside of the, the name of this episode is feel it, don't fix it, is when we have sadness, anger, pain, rage, resentment, like, and any of the lower order feelings, we want to fix that, right? We want to change that. And it's so that's when it's natural for people to begin to look for how to fix that. They're looking for tools and support. And that's great. Like I get so excited about that because I've made a whole life and career out of it. And many people are surprised when I'm actually asking them to feel their anger, rage, discontentment, dissatisfaction, anger, uh, all of that right? And so most people are trying to rush to correct what's bothering them or making them uncomfortable when I am normally asking you to welcome and face and sit with what's bothering you and making you uncomfortable. So for most people, this seems counterintuitive, or I'm afraid that if I talk about what's bothering me, I will manifest more of it. And often it's trying to stifle or compartmentalize what's bothering you that keeps it stagnant and around. And we want to feel it as to move it through us. Feelings are much like the wind. They come, they go. They want to go. They want to leave. They want to be felt. And I have an episode a lot about that, which is called Feelings Are Meant to Be Felt. So I'm trying to stick with feel it, don't fix it, as opposed to the importance of feeling your feelings. I actually want to talk about what's not working, which is we very often want to attack the problem. And attacking a problem is really just a coping mechanism. It's a false sense of control that we're going after. I can't control how I feel, so I'm going to attempt to control the other person. I'm going to control my thoughts. I'm going to control my surroundings or environment. And we we come to realize in, in many futile attempts to do so that we have very little control. And so, um, yes, we must address issues, but attacking them isn't the approach. So we're going to talk about taking a different approach, which is be with it, sit with it, observe it, notice it, witness it, and evaluate what feeling is here and why are you feeling it? Because often 
anger might show up first, but ultimately there's sadness behind that anger, or there's fear behind sadness and anger. There's hurt and pain. And when we can dig into those and get to the deeper root of what's really going on, now we have more um, choice and options and resolution and more insight, really more insight into what's really going on and how to better approach that. Because if we're only treating like our anger or what's making us angry, we're not really handling the the actual situation. We're handling the, the manifestation of it, the fruit of it, not the root of it. And so um, this gives us more decision. And I, I love this phrase and I use it all the time. A leader takes a breath before they take a step. So just the other day, I was super triggered and I was really angry with somebody. I was really annoyed and hurt. I was hurt. It was the deeper. It was the root, right? But she asked me to do something and I was really angry and annoyed when really it was an unresolved hurt from before. And so I had to be with myself. If I would have reacted to the immediate anger and annoyance, I would not have, I would have made the situation much, much worse, right? And so I circled back and I went to myself to feel it, to process, journal. I even got some coaching on it to really feel, navigate what I was actually feeling so that I could communicate what was actually going on. And this is another statement from a 12-step program, which is we want to be an actor rather than a reactor. So we don't want to be triggered and react to a trigger, but truly being an actor and being at choice in our life, this is where, oof, I mean, it just, shit just gets way better. <laughs> life gets way more fun. And we actually interfere with things working out because we react impulsively. That's that sense of control, um, caretaker, the martyr type of people, um, the self-sacrificial types of people do this, people-pleasing victims. Um, what we do is we tend to like over try to over control the situation because it gives us that false sense of control. And then we're basically causing more disruption. And I'm offering for you to sit back. Now that's going to cause a level of discomfort for the caretaker, people pleaser type, because you want people to see that you care and you want people to see that you're trying and that sitting back or leaning back from the situation might look like you don't care or you're not involved or you're not invested. But really, when we lean back and we don't rush to fix or change, so many things work themselves out. Now, this is not meant to be enabling bypassing behaviors. It's not ignore it and it will go away. That's not often true. It's let's lean back observe it first. So let's look at it intently and feel what there is to feel and address what there is to address and then take aligned and inspired action. And the aligned and inspired action almost certainly is not the same action that you would take immediately reacting impulsively to the initial trigger. And so you have more emotional intelligence, emotional stability, emotional wherewithal to show up to whatever the challenge is and really cause a, a healthy, true, lasting difference, okay? And so... Um, 
I, this is just really approaching things from a whole different frequency when you are calm, cool, collected, stable, regulated. And so another task at, as part of this, as I briefly mentioned, was becoming okay with not feeling in control, becoming okay with discomfort of a perceived lack of action, becoming okay with not knowing or becoming okay with mystery and edgelessness and uncertainty and the unknown because who we do not like that we most humans do not like not knowing so we try to know everything and we often strangle possibility whether that be in a problem or just in a normal situation or in life we're trying to like know how everything's going to go and it leaves no room for miracles and possibility and so it can feel like free falling when we decide to just start to lean back, observe, explore and feel our feelings. And it's so incredibly freeing. It might feel like free falling, but it, it's freeing nonetheless. And you you learn to become more okay with that edgelessness. But these mad attempts at control simply create more madness. And so it's like, ugh, you know it. You already know it. You, you either do it or you see family or friends do it. And it's just like drama and gossip and escalation and negative momentum. And I, I know that's not what you're committed to if you're listening to this. And so this is a practice in faith. This is a practice of self-strengthening your patience, your trust. I said faith, but trust is different. And um, really like knowing that things will work themselves out and that you aren't like the most important player in the game. And so I say that respectfully because like let other people work themselves out. Let certain situations work themselves out and be involved in an integrous way in a way that um but you, if your if your building's on fire like you can't put out the 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 fire <laughs> like from inside. So uh like from like trying to solve everyone else's problem or the staff problem or the company problem or the church problem or the house problem or the school problem like you can't do that if you're not right with you first. So this is a you and you game. And you will be able to navigate anything that life throws at you if you can be with anything, right? Because it's you're not being attacked. You sit back and you witness something happening and then you can decide who and how you're going to be about it. And per the law of attraction, Life will seemingly stop throwing so much at you when you have a capacity for such greatness. When, when you are putting out a frequency that just unbothered, right? Unbothered, well slept, hydrated, moisturized, at peace and in serenity and at choice, like universe says, yes, that more. Yes, that more. The universe is very, um, uh, neutral. It is a mirror. So whatever's in the mirror is going to be reflected. So if you are codependent and chaotic, you're going to get more codependent and chaotic. So I'm inviting you to back the heck up from situations and feel it. Don't rush to fix it. Because fixing is putting your hands on something else as to avoid the inner work. And if it's a thing that's inside of you, because I remember, listen, I remember 
times in my life where I wanted to uh, fi- find this broken part of me, finally fix it, and finally feel whole and complete. And it, we are imperfect humans in an imperfect world, and it's okay. We're not going to reach this everlasting, perfect place of enlightenment and Zen. At that point, we will just disappear into, we'll transition into death, right? And so, as long as we're here on this planet in this imperfect plane, we will be navigating things that challenge us. And so, if you stop exerting all of your energy on tackling it to the ground and trying to fix, force fix it, you will see that there's some things are naturally okay in perfect and they don't all need to be fixed in perfect. In fact, one last example before we go, I saw this really enlightening photo online where it had a picture of nature in the trees. It was woods and and then I didn't notice anything about it until I looked to the other picture where someone had broken a tree branch and um, broken it apart into cute little straight pieces pieces and put them in a row and then put the leaf on the side and the branch on the other side. So it was like put in quote unquote order. So it's like our attempt to control nature is to break it apart and file it into a system when that's not, that's not natural. Nature is edgeless and messy and leaves grow in every direction and the grass grows in every direction and the dirt is dirty, right? Like nature itself is just this harmonious sort of mess. (laughs) Can you create harmony in the mess, in the chaos? Can you feel what there is to feel instead of try to put it in order or in some compartment and hide it and tuck it because it will just simply wait its turn to to pop out and be seen and heard and released. So I love you so much. I hope that this was helpful. I hope you feel like you got some tools to practice being with, not jumping into fixing, but leaning back and observing and seeing what the root of what's what you're feeling is and going there. And if you need support in that, then feel free to reach out for a discovery call. Uh, I talk to people, I support people, I coach people, I'm a clarity coach. And I, I really love, I don't know that everybody realizes that they're on a call with a clarity coach because when I ask what they've gotten out of the call, they go, clarity. And I just really love that. So if you're looking for clarity, uh, whether it's on what you're feeling, or what you're creating or where you're headed in life, you can reach out at abigail at heartsunleashed.com. Shoot me an email that says, I'd love a discovery call and we could get that set up for you. So thank you. Thank you for tuning into the Hearts Unleashed podcast season seven. We are here to kick off another amazing season. We have a lot of amazing guests on board. So thank you for tuning in where we are turning dreamers into doers. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We hope you found all the inspiration that you needed today and that you use it to take the next inspired action on your dreams. If you love the show, share it with a friend. We love spreading the love. For more information, to listen to more episodes, or to shop Hearts Unleashed, visit us at heartsunleashed.com. See you next time, hearts.